but I, I liked it except for the fact that I couldn't go watch like, you know, my friends or my husband play. Uh, but it did keep us organized and on time. I think a lot better because you weren't wandering over to watch the guys play for a little bit and then coming back kind of thing. Gotcha. You didn't miss anything from Tony at all. You didn't, you didn't do anything at all. <laughs> no, that's not true. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Just in case he's listening or, or hears that later, I got to get my dings in while I can. You better edit that out. I will consider it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Dodgeball Podcast. In this episode, we're going to be completing uh, part two of the West Round 3 um, tournament recap. Uh, this one focusing on the women's division, particularly the uh, no sting. And joining me are Ashley and Katie. Um, guys, why don't you go ahead and just we'll start with the introductions per usual, uh, especially since this is the first time you've both been on. And uh, starting with you, Ashley. All right. Um I am Ashley Cook, and this season for women's, I am playing with Finesse. Awesome. And Katie? Uh, I'm Katie Sanchez, and this season I'm playing with Invasion for women's. Was that, has, is this recent, or were you on a different team uh, for women's, Katie? Uh, this is my second year playing with Invasion. Uh, before, I played with uh, Arizona team Grand Cannons. Um, and then we had some girls leaving for here and there reasons or taking the season off. So I decided to make the move to a different team altogether. Gotcha. Not a bad team to move to. Um, uh, no, I've, I've lucked out on both ends. I love playing with grand cannons and I, I love playing with invasion. Awesome. And then Ashley, you kind of a similar situation. I mean, you're always throwing me off with where you are geographically, but, uh, what other teams would you be known for before finesse? Um, Last year, I was playing with Anarchy for both women's and co-ed. Um, and prior to that season on the East Coast, I was kind of playing with the North team. We were at one point named Pandemonium. And after that, we were known as Rain. Like um, R-E-I-G-N, Rain? Correct, yes. Like the energy drink that wants to be like Bang, but it's not. <laughs> and they're getting sued because of it. Um, well, cool. Well, uh, Katie, I've been after you for a long time. Hopefully, you'll realize how easy this is, and you'll be down to do an interview. Um, Ashley, I know I'm looking at maybe next week for you, so I'll, I'll try really hard not to go off into too many tangents, and then uh, just dive into the, um, you know, the the main question. That's, uh, and we'll start with you, Ashley. Um, what was your biggest takeaway for round three, like just overall? Um, for me personally, my biggest takeaway was how vital it is to be on a team that shows you support. Um, this was my first season to really play with a team that truly shows me love and support both on and off the court. It's a completely different mindset stepping on the court with these women, and it's been absolutely incredible. Um, every round has been a new adventure with them, and I just feel so loved and supported, and I'm really looking forward to nationals with them. So that's that's a first for me, and I, I think I know what you're talking about, but if you don't mind, I want to ask a little bit more Um what do you mean like show support like this is how you play better this is how we practice together like is it or is it going beyond that so when we first formed this team i was a little bit nervous i'll say because we have um a few of the women who all live in the la area you know and they get to see each other all the time but then we have 
myself and Paige and Alyssa who aren't local like them. So we don't get to attend their practices. We don't get to play in different leagues and see them weekly. We pretty much only see them at tournaments. And so I guess my fear going into it was kind of feeling like an outsider. Um, I felt that way on teams in the past sometimes, and I just was hoping to not feel that way in my first West Coast season. And they've been so supportive, both with me moving and with me being nervous about this team and stepping on the court with all of them, some of them for the first time. And they just really helped me get over those fears or if I make a bad play or decision on the court, they really help me get past that and keep going. Gotcha. That's really cool because like in, in previous recaps and when I've talked to other teams and, and players right now, it just seems, oh, the, the biggest change to a team um, composition is, okay, are they practicing together? Cool. Are they wearing the same dang jerseys? Sweet. Um, are they watching? <laughs> yeah, just the simple stuff, right? Just like the superficial things. And then also now they're reviewing film together, but now you're kind of touching into something completely different uh, with like, like, do you guys like each other? Um, I know I've talked about the chemistry that Doom has had for so long and how you're always seeing them um, hanging out and, and, you know, just being best of friends. So is that kind of what you're um, talking about, Ashley? Just like yeah, just going beyond sure. the court? Mm-hmm. And then taking that same mindset of support off of the court, like when we do get to these trips, you know, when we have our team dinner, it's so amazing to be with people that love you and support you both on and off the court. Gotcha. Definitely want to dig into that some more, um, but I'll, I'll stave off as I've been saying. And then, so that kind of pops up a question for me, uh, for you, Katie. Um, you know, this is your second run, as you said, with Invasion. And I mean, it looks like you guys are doing just fine. Um, do you kind of echo what Ashley's saying about like, feeling a part of the team or like did you have a different type of um i don't say like any uh, any yeah, go ahead. i was j- joining invasion i was definitely apprehensive about that um how would how would i fit in because they did seem to have a particular style i mean i remember playing against them and when we talked about you know strategy of playing against them we talked about how similar all of the players on invasion are, uh, in their playing style. Um, but they kind of welcomed me and I think I was just different enough as a, as a player that I was able to kind of fit in and contribute something on my own, hopefully. Um, uh, it was an adjustment dodgeball style wise, because I, I feel like I was kind of used to, um, playing with Arizona girls and we had grown up playing together. I feel like, you know, I've been playing for nine years. And so moving to a different team with different strategy and different player strengths was, was a huge adjustment. So, yeah, uh, but I feel like it's, it's worked out well. (laughs) So, yeah. And I mean, it's, they're they're reigning national champions from last year and i mean i'm looking at the lineup and geez they're all very very well-rounded very established very awesome players and it it, i don't think it would you have to be a specific type of player to to fit into that and um not change the dynamic and and um continue or, or even uh carry it so 
Yeah. Yeah. I, I think being like my age and just still enjoying dodgeball period, I think that kind of helps because I'm just willing to kind of fit in where I need to and not really force my way. And I'm not like a dominating personality, or at least I don't think so. That kind of helps too, because it lets me uh, kind of mold my style so that I'm hopefully fitting in with what they're looking for. Yeah. And not to, not to put you on a pedestal, but I mean, I'm recalling that you were the MVP of nationals last year. Uh, thank you, Crystal, for pointing that out too. Um, so I mean, that, that's a huge deal. Um, obviously you bring a lot of firepower to that team, but um, you know, I've seen teams come together that they bring on somebody that no matter how good they are, they still kind of, they don't really mesh really well, but it seems like both you and Ashley seem to have done that really well. And um, I'm kind of glad you brought that up going back, back to you, Ashley, with that was just because you're um, in different areas, uh, being able to just come in from a completely different region and play on a team that is doing really well right now um, says a lot about how important, again, um, team dynamic and, and cohesion uh, really go. Um, one question I did have, Ashley, for you was, uh, since we're kind of on the same topic, was there anything aside from um, like the mental, emotional support system that helped you guys um, do well together? Like, did you guys practice when you guys could or... Like, how'd you bridge that gap? So we didn't have any practices leading up to the start of this season, but we did have our group chat made as soon as we formed the team. And we pretty much immediately started talking about different plays that we wanted to utilize and where everybody felt the most comfortable on the court, but also talked about how important it was to challenge ourselves to play in different areas that we might not be as comfortable in. Um, so with everybody being elsewhere and us not having that practice. I think that extra communication beforehand was super vital. Gotcha. Now those group chats, they can be annoying, but also really good at the same time. Um, so case since our case, since you've had more, obviously you're a staple of the West, um, West coast, what have you, did you feel like you had to overcome similar distances with LA being so close or do you feel like you've seen enough of them to know where you fit in after some reps? Uh, I think I think this year I feel more comfortable with them, both like uh, talking and accepting criticism more. Last year was definitely kind of adjustment. And I think you've seen that like throughout our performances as we go throughout the year where it seems like we play better as the tournaments go on uh, because we're a little spread out geographically also. Like I know everybody is mostly California, but, you know, like Roe and Leek are from the north. I'm from Arizona. Nicole's out of the country half the time. So we're not getting in practices altogether either. And so sometimes that, uh, you know, how you play together as an entire team, whether you've warmed up individually or not, that doesn't come together in all tournaments every once in a while. And so you, I think as the season has gone on, you've definitely seen us play together better individually and overall as a team together. Gotcha. Yeah. And then obviously uh, with this round, um, it all came together. So definitely want to dig into that a little bit more towards, towards uh, later on in the podcast, but um, kind of going back to the original question. Um, so you said your biggest takeaway was just realizing how vital being on a team that shows support was for you, Ashley. Um, looking outward, I guess, um, like looking at the overall competition, um, the more experience you're gaining with the West, do you have any other like big takeaways? Um, and it doesn't have to be just round three. It could be the rest of the season. Um, 
I would say that playing on the East Coast last year was a really cool experience, um, but it's developing so much more out there and um, at a it's at a very different level than the West Coast has been. So being at all three rounds this year, last year I came to one West round and I played with Beavers, um, but this year actually having played all three rounds, seeing that skill level is absolutely crazy and I always just learn so much from not only the teams I'm playing with but also the teams I'm getting to play against gotcha <clears throat> best coast but um it, I think the other regions are, are quickly catching up now um so I won't uh I'll get off my high horse there um so going to you Katie um what would you say your biggest takeaway was uh for round three and again it could be just round three or it could be just the whole season uh for for elite uh, I feel like for the women's division, there was a lot of uh, team shuffling uh, in terms of personnel and new teams coming together and old teams uh, splitting up. And I feel like this round, I, um, you know, along with uh, finesse and invasion, how we've talked about our own team chemistries, I feel like I was seeing that um, at its highest point in round three. And I, I have a few teams that I, I've i noticed their playing has improved. And um, I'm really bad with names, like individually. Uh, but I remember playing them in each of the rounds and being challenged as a player. Whereas in the women's division, you don't always, you haven't always felt like that before. You know, a long time ago when I was playing, uh, you know, nine years ago or something compared to now, the amount of women's talent is just awesome to see. And I feel like there isn't, there isn't a definitive break from the top tier um, on down anymore. Like you might've used to see, and you can't really take anybody for granted anymore. Yeah. It's not like the, the good old days where, like you said, there's like maybe two or three teams that you had to worry about and the rest were just kind of like warm up and you can kind of, I don't want to say snooze on them, but you weren't nearly fighting as fiercely against them. That's definitely one thing I've, I've been noticing uh, over the last couple of years. And, um, I think that's probably a good segue into, um, some of the, the more improved teams. That's one thing that I wanted to build off of since this is the final round. Um, what, what, what's some, what are the, ah, let me slow down. What, uh, what teams come to mind, Katie, that, you feel like the most improved just from your perspective? Um, Blackout is one. We played them in foam, I think foam semis of round two. And uh, I can't remember if we were down three, nothing or something similar, uh, but we ended up having to win our semi four three to advance to the championship. And they just were giving us a, a run for our money. Um, so that, that team was really challenging. And, um, in this last round, uh, Onyx had two really good first round matches against, uh, ride or die who I think finished, ended up finishing fourth no, they couldn't have cause they lost. Sorry. Uh, they beat uh ride or die four, three in the first round. And then they beat Fuego four, three in the first round of foam. So they they took out two really good teams in the first round of this round. Nice. So going to foam, uh, FTFB. That's is that your your team that you're referring to? Uh, that's the one I was on this round. We've been mixing every round. Okay. 
Um, so the lineup for this round, it was, uh, from invasion. It was me, Rolina, Angelique and Jackie Doro. And then from pop that it was Shannon, uh, Azalea, Brittany and Lauren Hoffman. Gotcha. Yeah. I was trying to pull up the, bra- the bracket. I have it up and up on, on the screen, but, um, last look round two, um, FTFB was four to three against blackout. But you said that you faced them. So you weren't on FTFB this round? Uh, or you were with them last round? The last round, yeah, it was on FTFB. And I think we won 4-3 or something. Okay, yeah, no, it was 4-3. to three, And you guys went on to uh, yeah. take finesse. So real quick, FTFB, are you allowed to say what that means? Uh, No. As in, it's secretive or it's like there's an F-bomb in there? Oh, I don't remember what it stands for. There are two for. F-bombs in there. Okay, yeah, I think it... Fine. <laughs> fine, fine. Um, we, we talked about it in the previous recap, and I think I bleeped the whole thing out just to keep the, the mystery. But um, if it is what I think it is, that's hilarious. Um, what about you, Ashley? What would, uh, what were some teams that you feel improved the most overall? And it could be no sink or, or foam. Um, let's see. I'm looking at pictures that I took of all of the teams. Um, there, I'm really awful at names, especially with it being my first, um, full season on the West coast, but there were definitely a couple of players on box cats that I feel like have, um, been doing better and better every single round, which has been really cool to see. Um, that's Arizona players. Yeah. I was like, yay. Um, and then let's see. And then there I had, I know round two they had some crazy like double catches and like all sorts of stuff going on um i think jen woodley was a really cool addition for them for this round it was really cool to see her out there um what else do we have blackout again as katie already mentioned they've killed it this season um especially in foam definitely not a team you can sleep on but um oh and then um i don't know if we want to talk about this later but witness witness this uh round played short and they still i feel like did really well considering um they're missing players i feel like um i'll say i'm not you'd think after all this time i'd know my my divisions my brackets would be like oh in the quarterfinals or semi but it looks like they uh, almost they took fourth, so they almost took third against Pop That. I'm looking at this correctly, which yeah, one of yep. their players uh got was sick, so she ended up not playing um for a lot of the day because she was feeling really mm-hmm. ill. So they ended up playing with only five during foam. Jeez, and they still got that far. Um, that was a no sting bracket. Let me see if I can pull up foam real quick. Yeah, if you hear that creaking noise? That's my. My mouse. Um, <laughs> I'm looking at foam. Looks like they seeded twelfth. Looks like blackout took them out in foam. If I'm looking at this right, but um, the no seeing thing that that's pretty impressive. So any team that can lose a player and still finish where they would normally finish says a lot about again that cohesion and that synergy that they've developed and. You look at like, oh, this team is only good because of this one person. And that's um, with some of these teams, that's proving to be not the case anymore because of injuries or because of 
illness or for whatever reasons people have to miss out. And they were missing a couple of key players this round as well. Um, they were missing Tanya Kaiser and um, Lizzie. I can't remember her, how to say her last name. Hoder? Hoder? Hoder. Yeah, they were missing Freaking. Lizzie and Tanya. Game of Thrones, Hodor. Well, always Hodor. I can't, <laughs> I can't say her name because of that, and I can't say his name anymore, but I hope I'm not butchering her name. Hopefully, uh, yeah, Hodor. I can't do it. I'm going to let that go. Um, let me see. Let me check the. So I don't know if I mentioned this in the in, in the initial, but Crystal's kind of in the background doing the uh, the chat intel here. So I just want to like scroll back real quick and see if we missed anything from her. But she was saying that earlier, cap, uh, blackout is captained by uh, Kayla Season Sisson, and I I think that's uh, saying that's a that's an Oakland team, and then. Yeah. Going back to Onyx, uh, captained by Ashley Dixon, and then there's a couple of players from um, Team Mexico, so clearly they're going to be pretty good. And then I'm always hearing this name, Falcon Parker. So Stephanie is her first name. I learned her real name is not Falcon, so I'm kind of there we go. <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of bummed, but at the same time, I mean, it's who am I to say whose name is what? But yeah, it's Falcon Parker. You can't forget that name. Like I heard about her first from the South, and then oh, oh good. Um, I forgot to mention um, Aztecs had a really really good round um, I'm not sure if that was just gaining some team cohesion or what but they had a really good round um, Shelby was making some absolutely clutch catches they oh yeah she's out, so good um, they knocked out blindside I believe it was I don't know if I think that was foam um, and they also had picked up Lauren Dwyer for that round, and she she had a really good day. Nice. So they were they definitely deserve to be mentioned for round three performance by far. For sure. They also had really nice jerseys. Yes, yes. Do you guys have it a favorite jersey? To buy them. <laughs> so real quick, not counting uh, your own teams, um, Ashley, what's your favorite team jersey so far that you've seen? Um, for West Coast. Yeah, for West Coast. West Coast, probably Aztecs, the white ones. I really like those. Nice. And uh, how about you, Katie? Uh, I probably like their blue ones, just because that's what's that's what's on my mind most recently. I'm trying to think of some of the co-ed jerseys, but we didn't. I think that might have been the only like jersey debut at, at round three that we saw. Maybe everybody's saving their new new threads for nationals the, the, the fancier they get the later in the series or later in the season yeah good stuff hope so um wanted to ask um because i forgot to for round two but um banana bread was brought up again by dominic because he was here ashley do you have any comments on that dominic do you know is the best really that that's pretty much all i have to say yeah, so he, he brought banana bread, I think, for round two or round one, and then Paige just consumed all of it immediately in I, one. I didn't even know that we had banana bread is how that went. Mm. It was just gone. Paige. Mm -hmm. Did you guys get banana bread this time? Is that what that was? Yeah, okay. so um, Paige got her own banana bread, and then the rest <laughs> of the team got a loaf of banana bread. And Dominic is just absolutely wonderful. Um, he brought me a couple of little gifts which was super super sweet we really appreciate him um we actually also got him his very own finesse jersey with his name on it as well nice yeah, he's okay he's a, he's a good guy 
<laughs> just all right. He was, he was handing out banana bread at uh, co-ed on Sunday, too. I didn't get any. That's a doll. All I, all I got was, hey, you should ask about banana bread. And you're lucky I remember that, Dominic, for listening. I want mine. <laughs> I want my own loaf. Dang it. Um, for taking requests. But so one thing I wanted to ask um, as I'm looking through some of the notes that I had was, uh, what was it like being in a separate gym? And we, we can start with, uh, start with you, Katie, if you have any uh, thoughts on that. One, one, I liked the gym. It was a real gym with like a wooden basketball court floor, uh, which is always nice just for, uh, sliding purposes. It's good on your back, everything else. Um, and then Allie did a great job of like keeping us on schedule running on all the courts. I think we were even early when we were finishing up no sting. Uh, and then foam got a little bit slower, I think just cause it was later in the day. Uh, but I, I liked it except for the fact that I couldn't go watch like, you know, my friends or my husband play. Uh, but it did keep us organized and on time, I think a lot better because you weren't wandering over to watch the guys play for a little bit and then coming back kind of thing. Gotcha. You didn't miss anything from Tony at all. He didn't, he didn't do anything at all. <laughs> no, that's not true. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Just in case he's listening or, or hears that later, I got to get my dings in while I can. You better edit that out. I will consider it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I had I had mixed feelings too. Like for me, just for the same reason, like oh man, I, I wanted to be able to to just stroll over and, and see uh, what the women were doing, um, just so I can even have something to to talk about uh, for recap, but also just to watch dodgeball. So it was weird being cut off, but I wondered if it was kind of better uh, for some of the reasons you listed. And uh, what about you, Ashley? What was your what are your thoughts on playing in a separate gym? Um, for the most part, I would agree with everything Katie said. Um, the only thing about that, not to throw too much shade, Uh-oh. is um, it kind of was a bit of a bummer that the women had to go further out of their way to get to our gym. Um, that kind of sucked. But, you know, it is what it is. I am also glad we got the hardwood courts. That's what I feel like we should be playing on. We should be playing on a consistent floor. I know that's not always possible. I understand that, but um, I think that definitely makes a difference and how she was talking about as well, being able to see everybody. I think one of my favorite things about this community is that we all support each other. So not being able to go and support the guys or have them come and support us was kind of hard, but at least we still got to have all of the women there. So Gotcha. Yeah, I, I prefer as I'm getting older the uh, the wood flooring as well. The um, the rubber roller blade hockey rink is is not bad, but it's um, it's just you can't replace the good old basketball court. I'm very spoiled now, so I agree with at least that point. And as far as distance goes, um, yeah, that's a bummer. But at least we're playing dodgeball at the end of the day, so I don't want to get too too on uh, the organizers for that. So I kind of want to go back to just talking about like, like some of the the variances in seating. Um, one thing I wanted to ask with you, Katie, and we can kind of start kick the conversation off with this part was just what did you guys do differently um, in, going into round three? So what I mean by that is like last round you seated first, um, round three or yeah, round two you seated first, round three you seated fourth, and then you ended up taking it ultimately. So. Did you guys change anything up or did you guys make any major adjustments or what was uh like what was the mindset going into round three? 
I think I think we just kind of played better. Um, you know, there were seven of us. Um, Joe unfortunately had to miss because she uh, is still recovering from an injury. Uh, but we just kind of one through seven. I can think of different kind of clutch plays that everybody contributed and we really kind of caught well when our backs were against the wall uh becca and angelique and nicole like i can think of just some really clutch catches that they made towards the end of matches that were either turning points for us winning or um keeping us from being eliminated or you know helping us in the seating uh, kind of thing. So I think we just played really well all around. Gotcha. So no major and shifts sometimes... or, oh, good, sorry. Oh, that's okay. I, I just think sometimes, you know, you're all playing well and that's the answer to all of your problems. Yeah. If you're all are all playing well, then I mean, what else are you going to do? That, that's, that's probably the, the best uh, scenario. So nothing different in terms of like, um, like, I don't want to say like digging deep, but just no roster changes, no change in style or plays. You guys were just all um, on that day. I think uh, this was more based on the gym structure because in our gym, we had a hard concrete or a cinder block wall. And then one side was like that drop down mm. uh, gym separator. And we just were really conscious of being conservative with our ball control when we were up against that cinder block wall. Um, you know, when you're playing, let's say finesse, <laughs> Uh, you don't want to give them, you know, four or five or definitely never six balls if you can avoid that at all possible. And so that was kind of one of our playing strategies that we were really uh, conscious of was just our our ball control, especially in that court situation. Gotcha. And uh, speaking of finesse, so Ashley, did you guys do anything differently this time? Um, you seated fourth in round two and then third in round three, and then I wanted to like rub it in, but unfortunately took second. But um, like, what was your mentality going into round three? And um, did, did you guys change anything up at all? Um, so we didn't really change our mentality too much. Um, the biggest difference from the previous rounds to round three was Brenda was out due to her thumb injury. So we didn't have any subs for this round, and that was kind of, our, I guess, team chance, so to speak, was no subs. <laughs> so that, I think, kind of made us play a little bit differently. So we weren't making ourselves fatigued having to go through two divisions without any subs. Um, but other than that, we kept the same mentality. We supported each other even when we were feeling a little bit out of it or we were getting tired or feeling a little bit worn down. Um, yeah. Nice. I like how you would chant no subs because that, I don't know, for me, that would be like, oh, I'm, I'm internalizing the fact that I cannot wear myself out. So I just got to, it's like a mantra kind of, was that how it was or it was just like a whatever type thing? Brenda kept yelling at us. She just <laughs> kept yelling no subs. So it was what it was, you know? I feel like Brenda yelling at, at you would, would motivate you in some way, just regardless, just because it's Brenda and she's yelling at you. Yeah, I think... Um, Brenda is a huge motivator to have on a team. Um, prior to the season, she was definitely one of the players I most wanted to play with. And fortunately, that worked out for me, dream come true. And to not have her on the court with us, um, I think, at least for myself, I was a little bit worried about 
not having a sub, but specifically not having her to push our mindset and help keep us positive. Um, we're always pretty positive, but I think everybody has gone through games where you get a little bit down and you have to pick your mood back up. And Brenda is really, really awesome at turning that around. And so at least for myself, I was a little worried about how it would be without her on the court with us in those kinds of moments. But despite her in injury, she still was there with us for all of our games. If we needed water, she was there. If we needed a shagger, she was carefully there. Like she was just still such a huge asset to our team without being on the court. That's awesome. Just a team player, regardless of whether she's playing or not, she's still making Absolutely. herself available. That's really cool. And again, yeah, cohesion. So, um, so I'm kind of looking at the seating again, just the comparisons, and I'm noticing that um, some of the, the the more drastic changes that I noticed, um, and you guys can chime in if you have any comments or if you can recall anything uh, regarding this, but like, looks like Union dropped quite a bit from 9th to 14th, and then uh, as you guys let me know, like Witness was down um, some players, they they went from 6th to 2nd, uh, so that really shows like just how much... Uh, you know, they were, I don't want to say they're improving, but just how much they're fighting for it, um, even with that going against them. And then um, kind of talked about the Aztecs already going from 14th seed to 9th seed uh, this time around. And then um, Bionic improved. Uh, they went from 11 to, to 7. But aside from what I kind of pointed out and what we're looking at, um, were there any other teams that you guys might have uh, missed out on? Um, that are kind of, I don't want to say worth mentioning because I don't want to like, say no team's worth mentioning, but the rest kind of seem like they stay more or less where that we're, I would expect them to. Um, uh, there's, there's one thing I wanted to point out about the seating that might affect where some of the teams are dropping or falling, which is we're not playing a full round Robin mm. where we're playing every single other team. I forget how many we ended up playing, uh, but we didn't play 14 rounds for no sting, um, for round Robin. Uh, so depending on what teams you're playing in the round Robin, sometimes that can affect your, your seating. For instance, I don't think for invasion and Ashley can correct me. I don't think we played them in round Robin. I can't remember. Or there, or or we didn't play pop that. I can't remember. I think maybe we didn't play pop that in round robin. Yeah, I want to say we played. I believe we did, but I might be mixing up my rounds. <laughs> so yeah, then I don't. I don't think we played against pop that in round robin. We and we faced them in the bracket. Uh, so there's you know the that's the number one seated team. They ended up seated number one overall, but we didn't play against them, and so that's a chance for us to either, you know, depending how they finish, jump over them in the seating or dropping even further in the seating if we had potentially lost to them. Gotcha. So that reminded me of, of our situation in open. So like there was definitely one bracket that was way more like top heavy team wise. Um, and another bracket that I guess you could say was a little bit easier. So that, that definitely impacted the seating. I, I think for sure. So, um, do you remember how many, how many teams you guys did play against? Was it just like uh, cut I'm in half say, pretty much? Uh, somewhere between like eight and 10. Okay. 
Gotcha. And that's because you guys had two divisions, right? You had to move on to foam and get that uh, completed. Yeah, we, we had five courts and yeah, and we had to get through the two divisions. So gotcha. Very cool. So let's go ahead and get into uh, some bracket play. And just because, I mean, I can attest to this, just being there, um, it's really hard to remember every single little minute detail. So what I wanted to do is just kind of talk about maybe a couple matches. Um, the one I really want to hear about first and foremost was the Pop That uh, versus Invasion. Um, since I have you, Katie, can you kind of t walk me through that that matchup as, as best as you can recall? Yeah, uh, so we ended up uh, on the same side of the bracket as them. And so we always, uh, laugh because it's, if we're on one side, we're either going to be facing pop that and then finesse or finesse and then pop that. And then especially with like the single elimination, you're, you're going to face one of those really strong teams really early. Uh, so we ended up facing them in semis and we won four to two. Um, so in, in that match, there were a few, like, uh, Becca, uh, had some great catches. Uh, I think one of them was in the pop that match where she's, uh, if you know, Becca, she's really tiny. And so she's like sliding on the floor and blocking with the no sting ball. And she caught one like in her lap, uh, basically. So no other balls hit her and she caught one in her lap. And I think I was able to come in and we finished a, finished a game off together. Uh, so that was a big turning point in that match. Um, Nicole and Jackie had a couple of good catches. And I think just kind of as a team, we were like, we were hitting our targets and that helps a lot. So when we were putting, you know, one or two balls on somebody, I feel like we were getting some good hits. So Jackie. Uh, Doro. Okay. Or Schwitz, however, however you, I'm, I'm not good at saying it. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, I was gonna ask uh, because um, hearing um, Becca Slivka that she's still playing is awesome. It reminded me of, of Jackie Thomas, and I think I saw her at round three. Yeah, she was she was playing on Pop That, and uh, then she was on Scrap for Foam. Gotcha. How, how did so, how yeah, did she look? We were, I think for I think for that game we were kind of keyed in on uh, Rachel because we had seen her playing earlier and she was she seemed like she was pretty hot with her throws and everything so we were kind of focused on trying to uh, get her out early and I think I think that helped so gotcha Rachel Rodia okay I don't know why I just sneeze on her like I I know who she is obviously um, yeah she's... yeah I guess I should use both names. Yeah, she's she's insanely good. Um, do you remember? Because uh, real quick, Jackie Thomas, how did she look? Because I know she's kind of been in and out, but I remember her being one of the best females of all time back in the day. Do you think she still has uh, that? Or? She was doing great. Um, I I can't remember if she caught me or caught somebody else, uh, but I I think she's just kind of naturally gifted at it, where she can jump in after you know not playing for a few months and and not skip a beat, and then she's she's a really active player and, you know, jumping, dodging, sliding, uh, and she's got a good arm. So when you're playing against her one-on-one -on -one or, or two-on-two -two or anything, you're, you're definitely focused in on, you know, not just trying to hit her out, but also to avoid her hitting you first. Yeah. She's, I remember being a very aggressive, offensive and agile player and hearing that she's catching now is, um, cool. 
looks like she just needs one more weapon in her arsenal. Um, the other yeah, match, oh, I, I don't, I don't appreciate her adding more weapons to her arsenal, but I'm sure <laughs> it's good for her team. Yeah, and that's, I mean, you're speaking of from years of playing against her as well. I mean, Tucson versus Phoenix, and then moving into uh, the elite tournaments and and whatnot. So. Yeah, I'm. I'm definitely glad she's back and around though, because she's, she's got a, a lot of talent. Yeah, I don't. I don't think she's anywhere near done yet. I think she's got a lot of, a lot of, a lot of years left. Um, I want to move in real quick to because we talked about witness um, a little bit and, and some of the uh, the adverse, uh, ah, some of the uh, the issues that they had to work through. Um, with your matchup, um, Ashley against Finesse, like or excuse me, against Witness, do you remember anything from that match specifically, or was there anything um, that we could talk about highlight-wise, or was that one of those like they were just down people and wasn't really their day? I mean, even though the score reflects four-one, um, they definitely didn't get stomped all over by any means. Um, you know, they have some really strong arms playing their corners. So uh, when we were playing them, Kiki was in one corner and then um, Tiffany was in the other corner. And those girls can throw. They can catch shoot, but they can definitely throw. So um, although the score reflects 4-1, it definitely um, felt like it was closer than that throughout. Gotcha. And I don't know if I've caught it earlier, but when we were talking about it offline, you mentioned that uh, this is about the time Justine uh, had to had to leave because she got sick. Yeah, Justine um, had stopped playing before we got to play them. So when we ended up facing them, they it was five players against six players. So um, we were already up one player at the start of every every match there. So just one more thing that they had to work against, and uh, probably. Yeah. Um, not to speak for them by any means, but it probably impacted them negatively a little bit, um, just because that's that's a tough thing for any team to, to have to work with. But they still managed to um, take fourth. Um, so that's just, again, says a lot about the, the players that were there and how they're able to hold up. And I was, uh, I guess, newsflash for me, it's no longer Justine Moncour. She's Justine Robert, Roberti? Roberti, yeah. Roberti. Awesome. Well, congrats for listening, Justine. So let's go into the, the final match since both of you guys are here. I definitely want to see if I can get any highlights that you guys might recall as best you can. But um, how was that? And I don't know if you want to start, Ashley. Um, just what was your, your biggest takeaways from playing against uh, Invasion? Um, playing Invasion is always something to look forward to. Um, they have a very aggressive play style and... Um, Honestly, if they're all on, they uh, they definitely are intimidating no matter who else you have on the court with you. Um, I'm kind of spacing on like any specific plays at the moment, but uh, maybe Katie has some better insight right now. Yeah, the, the one good thing about these matches is, is they're all streamed, they're all recorded, so... Yeah, we don't need to necessarily get into every single little minute detail or action. You can go check it out for yourself. But um, just looking at the invasion lineup, I mean, like, just no, don't want to throw at her or her or her or her. Like, it just it just doesn't get any. <laughs> yeah, there's just like no options. Like, there's no safe way to throw a ball at somebody and hope they don't catch it and then counter you as a result. Um, but how about you, Katie? Like, just can you recall anything from that matchup? 
well, I I couldn't recall from the day of playing, so I I did go back and rewatch the video oh, nice. to remind myself what happened because I could remember just kind of like a couple plays. Um, but it was it was really back and forth the whole time. Um, there was there was maybe one game where I think we gave up like a catch early and they just kind of ran us over. And, uh, I can't remember which game that was. Um, but we traded games until the end. And then, uh, in game five, there was like a big flurry of action and the game was like over. <laughs> like a um, flurry, like running gun, like everything just went crazy. Yeah. I like love balls when that flying everywhere. I think, uh, I think there was like, three or four people on each side. And by the time all the balls had been thrown and, you know, everybody was waiting for the balls to get shagged back onto the court. It was down to like one on two or, or two on two or something, or no, it wasn't even the game was just over. Sorry. <laughs> That's awesome. So like yeah. both these amazing teams clash, uh, they just go into this freaking straight brawl when the dust settles, it's over and it's fast. Yeah. Yeah, just like picking each other off, you know, getting a ball and and you know protecting your teammate to and getting somebody out on the other side, but then you immediately get out, and it was just a huge, huge chain reaction. So that's awesome. Yeah, that's my that's my favorite kind of dodgeball, and it's as as the teams get better and better throughout the throughout the years, it's it happens less and less. But my God, when it does happen, it's like the coolest thing to watch and be a part of. Just when. It's just like almost like pure um, instinctual dodgeball, and you're just relying on. I don't want to say like just talent at that point, but it's it, you're just instinct kicks in. You black out. I'm like I don't know what happened. I blacked out. Yeah, I mean, you just you just kind of take the play available to you and and hope that it works out in your favor sometimes, and and sometimes it does, and sometimes it doesn't. Yeah, well, definitely this time it, it did, and um, yeah. I think was that was that the you said that was game five. Yeah, that was game five. So we were tied two to two and then game five happened and game five was about a minute long uh, compared to the rest of the match. You know, the games are two or three or four minutes each and that one was extremely short. Uh, so then we went up three, two and then we won the last game. Nice. Did that give you guys that like, game five just pretty much set the tone like, all right, we got this. This is the momentum. It's ours now. Let's just wrap up game six. Uh, I'm I'm. I'm going to say yes, because it just kind of fired us up a little bit. And uh, Becca, who had been playing good all day, she kind of got the last hit. So everybody was like super hyped on her. Nice. And and then moving into game six, I think that definitely gave us an advantage. Very cool. Um, one thing that um, Ashley mentioned offline was, um, I think Relina had said to you, Ashley, um, Invasion is one, round three. For three years in a row now is that is that correct yeah i believe she said the past three years round three um invasion has taken the third round um regardless of where they might have seated in the first two rounds um i could be wrong on the number of years but i believe she said the past three years now nice it's like the the rule of threes it was, it was meant to happen um yeah i guess we'll, we'll see what happens uh next year um, see if that continues, but um, it's it's for me. If it's no offense to to pop that or you guys invasion, but it's just it's refreshing to see another team come into the into the fray, so to speak. Like same same issue with like Doom and Rise. Like okay, cool, it's Doom and Rise again. 
yeah, you're going to get some good dodgeball here or there, but it'd be cool to see like new teams and then holy crap, here comes Crisis. And then, in my opinion, same thing, uh, Pop That versus Invasion would, would, would constantly be who's going after it for uh, for finals. And then here comes Witness, or excuse me, Finesse. And um, yeah, it's just these these teams are just getting more and more crazy. Um, you know, I, I think as, as much as I, I want Invasion to win, of course, I... I love playing against new teams and different teams and different uh, groups of players and that kind of thing. Cause it just kind of keeps you on your game dodgeball wise. Cause like you said, it, you know, it does, it can get boring. And so new blood or fresh blood, that kind of thing is always great. Um, which is why I like playing in, you know, even the tournaments, the, the women's draft tournament that we did, uh, that was awesome. Um, I'm trying, there's, you know, when we did the tramp tournament, so it's, it's just good to see, uh, I don't want to say up and coming cause they're already there, but it's, it is good to have, uh, another team on top to compete against. Definitely. Always another, uh, monster to slay. Um, I think that's all I really needed for, as far as recap goes, um, Again, just to, to respect uh, both your time, especially now that Ashley, I think you're, what are you, are you central now or east or what time zone are you in? Central. Central. Okay. So I yeah, definitely don't want to go too late, but um, must ask um, taco versus pizza. So Ashley, if you had to choose uh, which team you're on, are you team taco or team pizza? Oh my gosh. How about, can I get back to you on our, uh, on our separate interview? I got to think it over. I have been thinking about it because I knew you would ask, but <laughs> I'm so split. I literally ate both yesterday. Like <laughs> I see you're doing research for this. That's awesome for science. Um, okay, fair. Cause that, that means you have to come back on. So I'll, I'll, I'll accept that. I'll take okay. a range check there. How about you, Katie? Uh, if, if you put a gun to my head, I'd probably say pizza. Yes. I knew I liked you. That makes me There's happy. There's so many varieties of pizza. You can even make taco pizzas. So see, Sean, just just accept that pizza's better. Just just <laughs> let it happen, man. Um, besides, they don't serve good tacos in the Northwest anyway. You have no grounds to speak of. Um, all right, so just a couple more questions, guys, and then uh, we'll go ahead and and, and wrap up. But um, one of the things that I kind of lost sight of, sorry, Brenda, was uh, she she had started talking about like how this was like the year of the catch, and I do agree. But then she also, I think turned it took it back and said this is the year of injuries which i hope does not continue past um, or internationals but i kind of want to ask you guys the same thing and i know we we're kind of talking about offline ashley but um the one thing i want to ask you about with round three specifically and i didn't do it earlier was what is going on with this white claw stuff who brought that why is it happening and will it ever go away <laughs> um honestly for me i started um the white claw train or I guess I jumped on the white claw train um, back in October at Worlds. Uh, that was when I was first introduced to it. And um, here we are. I have white claw in my hand right now. So uh, <laughs> if you haven't drank it, go for it. Um, I get under this weird impression that it helps keep me hydrated. I think it's just placebo, but, you know, it's cool. We love it. <laughs> All right. I mean... If you like the taste of static water with almost watermelon taste, sure. I guess there's worse things you can drink. Um, and it's just hilarious because my little brother was drinking that all weekend when uh, we were having our family time up in the cabins. But um, 
it's it's just everywhere now. I just see white claw everywhere. So had to comment on that. And then uh, Katie, uh, what would you say this would be the year of? And it could be silly or it could be uh, serious or in between. Uh, well, dodgeball related, uh, I guess maybe stats or, or game analysis, whereas people I think before were uh, GoProing or taping their games, you know, looking for highlights and stuff. I think we're starting to move into the analysis side of it where uh, you're looking for strategies of other teams and your teams, what is and isn't working, um, you know, hit percentages and all that kind of stuff. I think that's going to be like the next evolution of, of dodgeball. That's crazy. From just, Hey, can we, can we show up at the same place at the same time with the right amount of people? Okay, sweet. Okay. Can we look the same? Can we wear like the same color? Okay. Can we have decent looking jerseys? Can we have flashy jerseys to, Hey, we should start practicing. Hey, let's review film. Okay. Now we're breaking down stats. Like that is clearly showing how long I've been around, but also just really cool to see. So, yeah, um, I mean, you've, you've gone from the days of will team evil actually be at the tournament. I still think those days are with me. I'm still upset <laughs> with headhunters and, uh, yeah, that's a stigma. I got to shake somehow before I retire, but you're a right. Ghost, a ghost that haunts you. Yeah. It's uh it's a demon from the past, literally just <laughs> on my back everywhere I go. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, I played dodgeball in jeans, a hoodie, and was eating a chicken sandwich at one point. So that just shows how far I've come. Um, I've seen a picture of you in some sort of mesh t-shirt jersey. Oh, gosh. Well, yeah. We'll, we'll leave that in the past. I, I think I know what you're talking about, and sometimes it'll surface, but I'm, I'm trying to start a new life now. I don't need to go back there <laughs> and just show that to the world. Maybe I will. We'll see. Um well, cool. Well, before we go off into any tangents again, trying to respect your time, but I do want to give this opportunity one last chance for any like um, any shout outs, any um, alibis, save rounds, reattacks that you guys might have, and we can start with you, Ashley. Is there anything that um, comes I, to mind? I, my uh, big shout out is to Allie for all the work she's put in to help keep the women on schedule and keeping things organized. Not only does she do that, but she's a great um, friend as well. She's constantly reminding everybody to hydrate between games. She's just done a phenomenal job. Awesome. Yeah, she's really cool. Great ambassador to the sport. And then it's, uh, it's a headache running tournaments, I can imagine. So if you're listening, Allie, thank you for that. And um, what about you, Katie? Uh, mine are to two people who I don't know if they're going to listen to this or not. Uh, so I'll have to tell them to listen to this part specifically. Uh, but, uh, my husband, Tony Sanchez, I uh, just want to say hi to him. And then my, uh, trashy team captain, Kate Gong. Hi, Kate. Trashy, huh? Yeah. Huh. Maybe we'll ask that was him. what that was. I asked for some input from my team earlier, and that was some of the input that I got. Hmm. Okay, I won't dig into that one. Um, <laughs> let that just be a, a team thing. But uh, awesome. Well, very cool, guys. Thank you so much for doing this, um, Ashley. You keep, both of you guys. It's been a long time coming. Um, I definitely want to have both of you separately for some interview time. So hopefully, you've seen how painless this is, and we can get this. Uh, over and done with uh, soon, uh, especially you, Katie. I know that people have been asking about you since last season, so no pressure there. But um, <laughs> yeah, I think uh, I'll I think, listen to it. Excellent. It must be other old dodgeball players. It, it well, 
I'll keep that a secret, but yeah. All right. People want to hear you. So awesome guys. Well, cool. we'll go ahead and end the interview there. All right. So that was a recap of the elite dodgeball West round three women's division tournament that took place on Saturday, July 13th. And a huge thank you to, uh, to both Ashley and Katie for hopping on and Crystal as well for, for kind of just being like the, uh, the fly on the wall, giving us notes as we're speaking. I know I kind of talked about this in the round one recap of women's and it is such a, it's just really helpful, uh, especially as we're talking, you know, we're, we're being recorded and it's just really awesome to kind of see some of the things that we're not sure of just pop up right then and there really helps with the conversation and also brings in another perspective. So for those of you that are listening that might be interested in helping recap, but don't necessarily want to be a voice, you can still participate and help out um, in a huge way by, by doing this. So um, yeah, just let me know if that's something that you'd be considered or would like to consider doing. Um, it's really easy to set up and, and not a distraction at all. But um, I do want to apologize for not spending too much time on foam and mostly focusing on nosting just because of time constraints and the fact that this almost took place more than two weeks ago. Really wanted to go ahead and just get this out there while I could. And also major kudos to, to Ashley, Katie, and Crystal for being able to remember what they could. Um, I know that even though when I played a hushball and I go back to recap it, it's really hard to remember specific details. So uh, hats off to anybody that's willing to do that anytime. Definitely want to say uh, congratulations to Invasion for taking first in No Sting, Finesse for taking second, and Pop That for taking third. And then moving into the uh, Foam uh, division, Finesse for taking first, FTFB for taking second, and Scrap for taking third. And also major congratulations to um, Finesse overall for taking just the whole thing. Um, as I said in the recap with uh, both Katie and, and Ashley, it's... It's one of those things where you just wonder, okay, who's actually going to break through these two teams that are playing against each other constantly for, for number one, and Finesse was the answer for, for this year, and maybe internationals. Uh, we'll see. So with that all being said, um, per usual, very excited, looking forward to nationals. Um, thank you, everybody that's listening still. Uh, definitely appreciate the uh, the feedback and the compliments and suggestions and comments um, when you guys came up to me during uh round robin or round robin round three that was awesome so i just appreciate it all but um anyway have a great uh rest of your uh evening great rest of your week great weekend and we'll see you next time what uh What's that? He's playing video game. He's in the living room playing video games while I'm doing this in the bedroom. Nice. I was just gonna ask, what was he up to right now? Yeah. I really do have to make him dinner though. That's like my my house job is cooking and cooking and doing the dishes. What's his house job? Um, he takes out the trash and cleans up the backyard. Does he polish your trophies and medals? <laughs> no, those are probably really dusty. I, I feel like he should do that. I feel like that should be one of his responsibilities. <laughs> I'll tell him you said that. Please do.